on the UB Sports Network. From Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway, this is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. Presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB partners. Ad Pro Sports, ComDoc, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. Nike, Pepsi, and by Town BMW. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We are sponsored by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It is time to talk to Coach about the start of the season and a big win over Akron. Well, Coach, congratulations on the best start in UB school history since 1959 and a 6-1 and start, which makes you bowl eligible. I'm not sure how much attention you're paying to either of those tidbits because I know you're focused on getting win number 7 and finding the next best start in school history. Well, maybe maybe a couple seconds or a few hours as we go along, but as you alluded to, you have have to get ready for the next one I'm I'm happy for our players to reach that point but we know we got a big challenge as we head to Toledo do we think that was the reason why you got your first ice Gatorade bath as <laughs> UB head coach might have been and I, again I, I'm happy for our players our our assistant coaches and for our players to have a chance to celebrate celebrate on the field embrace victories because as we know they've been tough to come by in some years and for us to get to that point and to see them that excited it's well worth being cold and wet <laughs> I was gonna say how cold was that <laughs> it was pretty cold <laughs> I, bet. I bet all right the 24-6 win over Akron once again was another kind of victory that showed your team's ability to win in different ways we talked about this last week. Uh, it was more defense-driven. Mm-hmm. So let's start by talking about the overall effort of your defense. Yeah, probably our overall, our, our best defensive performance of the year when you consider you know, holding the opponent out of the end zone, um, bending, not breaking, getting some, you know, but holistically, I just like the way we played the game. We had some players really step up, make some big plays. We, you know, reserves stepping in, you know, uh, Taylor Riggins, Tyrone Hill were some guys that played extremely well. So when you have that happen, I, I thought it was, uh, you know, something again that we can build upon you know some of the numbers beyond the good defensive effort one interception three more sacks three of 14 holding Akron to three Mm. of 14 on third down such a crucial part of the game of football to get people off the field your third down defense has been uh, a really spectacular all year long why has that been? Uh, well very I think we and we've talked about a few of those things uh you know was we want to create more pass rush and with our front four not having the blitz if you can get pressure with the front four obviously you can do a better job in coverage uh, I, I think small things again starting with middle linebacker Khalil Hodge being the leader of that group but again our outside backers our outside linebackers I, I think uh, more confident a little more athletic maybe than we've been in the past in some ways as far as our overall team speed our speed in the back end and I guess some of the guys that have had some confidence of a Cam Lewis when he's out on the field and and being able to to make plays and pass breakups this is the UB Football Insider Show presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway as we continue to talk about the big win over Akron with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. You answered the challenge yet again of a running quarterback. We talked a lot about Cato Nelson, that being a big part of the game leading up to it. I don't think he ever had a run more than 10 yards. He had a couple of runs, but he never really hurt you. Um, Take everybody a little into the defensive thinking on how to defend that part of the game because you're going to face it again this week in Toledo. Yeah, you know, you have to be disciplined in your pass rush, staying in your gaps, not getting too far up the field. I think we learned a lesson at Central Michigan did some things. I really want to credit Tim Edwards and, and Rock Bellantoni as far as working on some things, uh, you know, in our pass rush and being a little more disciplined, maybe being patient at some times, our linebackers being more aware. You mentioned Cato Nelson getting a few runs. Those are going to happen. You know, and and some are going to come when some zone. We saw Tyree Jackson do it for us a little bit, but you can't get flustered by it and become undisciplined and, and, you know, either stay out of your gaps or come off coverage because then big plays really happen. All right. Well, you opened up the door for the transition here, which is to ask you about your offensive performance. And I think the most surprising thing of all. Not that he, we knew he couldn't do it, but because we hadn't seen it in a while, was to sort of let Tyree loose a little bit on the ground. He winds up running seven times for 57 yards. That's the most rushing yards he's had since the Army game. 
Yeah, I, I don't know if it was maybe last year's Army yeah, game. Yeah, last year's Army game. I, I think maybe it was last year's Akron game. He kind of showed that he was going to be more of a pocket passer, so maybe this year's Akron game he decided he was going to show everybody he's going to run again. <laughs> you know, it was great to see him do that, Paul, that um, he saw some openings. But the, the thing I was most pleased and proud of is that he took what was there, got out of bounds or got down, and he did things to keep drives alive, which to me continues just to show that – that development as a complete quarterback that he is becoming. Uh, you get Anthony Johnson back, not fully, but mostly, and even uh, in limited action, only two catches, but they were big catches. And they and and I would think they they changed the way Akron had to play defense when they knew eighty three was out there. Did you notice a significant change because of it? Well, we saw some change. It was great just to have him on the field. He's worked hard, as we said, to to try to get himself back out there. We we put a rep. You know, repetition, you know, game snap, really limit on him. Uh, you know, and then you kind of go through a game and does it happen? And he, he was right below it. So we, we played him about as much as we intended to. Um, again, not playing for a few weeks, whether it be conditioning or, or just, uh, you know, extra work on the, on the leg, we, we didn't want to do so. To have him out there, make a few catches, uh, again, his impact is, uh, is so big in our offense. Yeah, and it opened up KJ Osborne to have another 100 yard game as well, too. All right, so now as we look at this season now at six and one, a couple of things have jumped out when you look at all seven games, your defense has now moved to number one in the MAC. And I don't remember the last time that's happened around here. And we've spent so much time focused on your offense, which yeah. is pretty good too. But maybe, maybe talk a little bit about what that means to Brian Borland and the rest of the defensive guys. Well, I think it talks about the progress they've made. I think we've talked so much about, and, and you know, college football, especially today, is based on offense and explosive plays and different things like that. And that's what gets people excited. But it's you're, you're really, if you're you're going to have a chance to win a championship you got to be excellent on defense and I think our guys have have played with great confidence uh, they're flying around the field um, we talked about you know the amount of depth and different guys stepping up and, and that's what I'm most pleased about is we can continue to rotate players and not have a drop off and then hopefully that'll give us a chance as we go down the second half of the season yeah and now in the top 15 in the country in pass defense as part of a subset to all the good things that are happening overall on the defense when we return on the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. We'll dive into a very big game this weekend against the defending MAC champions. Coach will give you the scouting report on Toledo when we return to the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Did you know that UB students, faculty, and alumni can save thousands on a new BMW at town? That's right, Town BMW offers special pricing to UB students, faculty, and alumni. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. For the ultimate downtown experience, you have to check out the Pearl Street family of companies. We keep reinvesting in downtown Buffalo, now with three breweries, including the Pearl Street Grill and Brewery, Lafayette Brewing Company, Buffalo River Works, and two of the best boutique hotels in Buffalo, the Lofts on Pearls and the iconic hotel at the Lafayette. Whether it's patio dining, overlooking the water, zip lining, rock climbing, ice skating, concerts, festivals, or any other kind of adventure, there's always something happening at the Pearl Street family of companies. Go to PearlStreetFamily.com for more details. Few things in sports are better than enjoying a Bulls game live at UB Stadium. Ticketmaster, our official ticketing partner, can help you with that. Only Ticketmaster has verified tickets that are guaranteed to get you into the game. You'll never have to worry about fraudulent tickets, and you can always buy with confidence. So, go with a trusted source where you can buy safely and get out there and cheer on your Bulls. Visit Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets today. As a young boy, Gavin loved playing football. He lived and breathed it, wanted to go pro. Why he'd spent hours upon hours just practicing his touchdown dances. And one day, while getting fitted for bifocals, he realized he was never much good at throwing, or running, or catching, or even kicking. Yeah, Gavin's chances of playing pro football were looking like fourth and long. Very long. But he did hear how Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved. Then he did kind of a touchdown dance. At least he was still good at that. 
Need a ride to the big game? Hate dealing with the headache of parking? Well, park no more, my friends. Ride-sharing service Lyft has got you covered. UB Athletics has partnered with Lyft for the season, so you don't have to worry about your ride. Haven't tried Lyft before? It's a slam dunk with $20 and free ride credit. Simply download the app and enter the code GOBUFF in the promo section. Limited availability. New users only. Terms and conditions apply. Don't hibernate this winter. Participate. Check out Holiday Valley's money-saving ultimate passes for season-long ski and snowboard programs that start as low as $152. Catch the thrill on 60 slopes and trails, terrain parks, glades, steeps, and cruisers. Don't know how to ski or snowboard? The passes include lessons, too. Spend the winter skiing and riding at Holiday Valley in Ellicottville. It's just fun. Find out more at HolidayValley.com. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. We're presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. I'm Paul Peck with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. We're going to get you ready for a big one this weekend. It's a noon kickoff for the Bulls on the road at Toledo to take on the defending MAC champions. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520, and you can see it on WGRZ-TV. Well, Coach, it's a big test for your team this weekend, going on the road to play the Toledo Rockets, the defending MAC champions. They have been such a standard bearer for the conference for so many years. Is there part of this game that goes beyond wanting to beat them but sort of wanting to uh, take the crown away a little bit? I don't know about taking the crown away. They are the defending champs, and they and they earned that last year. I think, I think one of the things that we look at is trying to build a program for consistency for the long haul for many years to come, and we've talked about that, Paul. And you look at it, there's probably not a program in our in our conference or one of them that have done it uh, that way for a long time. And uh, so to go to their place to play the defending champs and a program that's had high success, I, I think it's a great time for her to measure where we're at. Yeah, well, Jason Candle is the outstanding head coach of the Toledo Rockets, and at Mac Media Day over the summer, I had a chance to ask Coach Candle about this matchup when we had a feeling it was going to be one of the games of the year in the Mid-American Conference, and listen to Coach's answer. He, he wasn't far off on this game. I think as I look at this look at the schedule, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if Buffalo was undefeated coming to Toledo at that time. Um, the non-conference schedule is, uh, is are winnable games, um, games that I think that, that, uh, Buffalo has a very competitive team and has some, built some good pieces. Lance is a tremendous coach and the staff does a great job. Um, it wouldn't shock me one bit uh, if that's the case. Coach, was it ever a point in the offseason when you looked at this game against Toledo and sort of said to yourself, they're good, I know my team is going to be good, this may be a really fun matchup? Well, I think as the way we have operated for a long time, it's probably more in the present and making sure we get to a certain point that you play meaningful games. Uh, do you hope you're building your program and, and it's progressing in such a direction that you, you have an opportunity like we have this week? Yes. But uh, there was so much to get done to get to this point, but happy that we're at a 6-1 and one record and going to play such a meaningful game against a good opponent. All right, the Rockets are 3-3 three and three this season. They are 1-1 one and one in the MAC. They are coming off a rather wild game over the weekend. They lost to Eastern Michigan 28-26, a game they trailed 28-3 at the mm-hmm. half. Then they score 23 points in the second half, including the touchdown with 20 seconds left that gets them within two. And they missed the two-point conversion, and that's how the final score goes. What did you learn about Toledo from that game? Well, again, they're they're a team that's been through a lot of situations. And and you see them get down early, they keep fighting back. And they they put themselves in a position to tie it up and put it in overtime, came up a little short. But it's an explosive offense. They got off to a slow start, especially defensively, and gave up some scores in the first quarter. But uh, they've scored over 50 points three times this year. They're one of the top offenses, not the top offense. They're they're either one or two in every special team category in our conference and an excellent football team. And uh, again, and that's not even talking about that receiving core that many have rated to be the top 10 in the country at all, you know, counting the power five schools. So very athletic, explosive football team. Yeah, they're actually number one in the MAC, to your point, in scoring at 43 points a game. Uh, they're playing a new quarterback this year, the one from last year, Logan Woodside. He's in the NFL now. They've changed quarterbacks to a gentleman by the name of Mitchell Guadani. Good passer, another good runner. Matter of fact, he is the max number two rusher. That tells you how good a runner he is. So it's yet another challenge for you of a guy that can throw it and run it, and you're going to have to figure out how to stop both parts. 
Right, and and then he does that, and and some of their receivers, as we talked about, very explosive, and they have a very solid running game and multiple backs that have been productive. So again, as you know, we talked, uh, you know, a chance for our defense to to rise to the occasion, and uh, you know, and and I feel that they will. Uh, those receivers are have all been all MAC performers at one point <laughs> in their career. Cody Thompson, Deontay Johnson, John Vay Johnson. Um, you've played good receivers all year long. I don't know that you've played played a team that has three guys that are all as dangerous as the other two. Yeah, it's been, you know, probably back to Western Michigan back a couple years ago, maybe to have that that total receiving core that that we've seen like this. Uh, Cody Thompson comes off a a season-ending injury a year ago to come back and play again. Uh, You know, excellent route runner. Um, Both Johnsons have excellent speed and and can make people miss after the catch. So, again, that holistic part of what their offense is and how they built that program will will force us to be very disciplined and sound, and, and we have to tackle well. You brought up special teams, and I want to ask you about it because it's probably the best special teams in the MAC right now. They have the mm-hmm. MAC's best kicker in Jamison Vest. In Deontay Johnson, the wide receiver you mentioned, he is number one in the MAC in kickoff returns and averaging 18 yards mm-hmm. a, a punt return. So here's a challenge for your special teams. Have you been pleased with the way they've covered? I don't think that your special teams have given up a return much more than 30 yards mm-hmm. in any case this year. So, how big a challenge is this for that unit that we don't always talk about as much as we should? It'll be be a huge challenge just those numbers alone and and everything that happens I think their kicker also leads the conference in touchback so that's another thing that are how many returns will we be able to get hopefully they won't be kicking off very often but at the same time you have to be able to win the special teams battle I think our special teams have, have taken great strides from where we were a year ago uh, Rock Bellantoni has taken over is coordinating that uh, I think the way we have divided things up and some of the emphasis that we've put on things has uh, has helped us improve in that area none of your players have ever played Toledo uh, mm-hmm. in a game at all but I'm sure most of them know what Toledo is all about know mm-hmm. that they've sent some of the most prominent players in the NFL like a Kareem Hunt off yep. to the league from Toledo so do you have to tell your team what they're all about or do the guys already know that I, th- I think they know our guys will pay attention and, and the players that you, you named and people know you know who's been all conference and and what who gets what tied up with notoriety on watch lists but at the same time we have to we have to worry about what how we're preparing how we're going to play and how we're going to go into their stadium and play our best football thanks coach good luck in ohio it's the bulls and the toledo rockets on saturday it's a noon kickoff you can hear it right here on espn 1520 you can see the game on wgrz tv channel 2 in buffalo much more to come on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. A ranger station. I'd like to report a bear hug. Okay. I put out my campfire and Smokey Bear hugged me. So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh huh. Yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm going to let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. Few things in sports are better than enjoying a Bulls game live at UB Stadium. Ticketmaster, our official ticketing partner, can help you with that. Only Ticketmaster has verified tickets that are guaranteed to get you into the game. You'll never have to worry about fraudulent tickets, and you can always buy with confidence. So, go with a trusted source where you can buy safely and get out there and cheer on your Bulls. Visit Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets today. Introducing Qdoba's new Chicken Diablo Nachos. They're made with hand-diced pico de gallo, which means they're as fresh as... Fresh. They're also loaded with juicy adobo chicken, flame-grilled in-house, which means they're as flavorful as... And they're topped off with fiery queso Diablo, so they're as spicy as... New Chicken Diablo Nachos, with the freshness, flavor, and fire you crave together in every bite. Try them today, only at Qdoba, united by flavor. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. 
probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. For the ultimate downtown experience, you have to check out the Pearl Street family of companies. We keep reinvesting in downtown Buffalo, now with three breweries, including the Pearl Street Grill and Brewery, Lafayette Brewing Company, Buffalo River Works, and two of the best boutique hotels in Buffalo, the Lofts on Pearls and the iconic hotel at the Lafayette. Whether it's patio dining, overlooking the water, zip lining, rock climbing, ice skating, concerts, festivals, or any other kind of adventure, there's always something happening at the Pearl Street family of companies. Go to PearlStreetFamily.com for more details. Water, naturally found in today's ethanol fuel, plus condensation from temperature change can cause phase separation in your gas tank, causing your engine to run rough, run dirty, and give you poor fuel economy. Castle Highway 95 Fuel Fixer stabilizes your fuel. With Castle, you get a smooth running engine and a clean ride. Look for Castle Highway 95 Fuel Fixer today. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. I'm Paul Peck. We are presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Now time to dive into not only the win over Akron, but this week's game against Toledo. We're going to do it with Bulls senior linebacker Khalil Hodge. Well, congratulations, Khalil, for the third time. You are the Mac East Defensive Player of the Week. We're, we're going to just retire this award, I think, for you. <laughs> no, I mean, it definitely feels good. Um, I mean, it's just a huge testament to all, all the people that I play with, you know, week in and week out. I wouldn't be able to do it without the guys in front of me and the guys behind me. So Yeah, all based on the 12-tackle performance in the win over Akron that moves your defense to number one in the Mac. I don't know how much you pay attention to that stuff. I don't know how much that comes up in the locker room, but it's still – Pretty cool. I don't think that you've been number one since you've been here at any point in the max standings. Yeah, uh, I actually did hear about that, but I wasn't really sure if it was true. Um, but I mean, I guess you just basically cleared it up for me. But it's I true. Mean, Black it's and white. We'll show it to you. It's definitely cool. You know, I think that's one of our goals actually. You know, to start the season. So for for us to really start to accomplish some of those goals we set out to, to get, it's really cool. Really you know, cool. I uh, we've spent so much time focused on the offense for various reasons and for legitimate reasons because the offense has been so amazing and dynamic. Do you feel like you guys have lived under the radar a little bit, not only here but maybe throughout the conference and and in the, you know amongst the minds of football fans? I mean, a little bit, I guess. You know, offense always going to sell tickets regardless. You know, and defense we're just here to do our job and. Like I said from the start, though, we have great players on offense, but I think we also have a lot of great players on defense. Uh, the win over Akron, you don't you hold them without a touchdown. First time in five years, a UB defense has held an opponent without a touchdown. Just give me a sum up of the effort against Akron and how proud you guys were as a defensive unit for what you were able to do to limit them. Yeah, uh, we were very proud. Um, I think a defensive line played great. You know, I think they really got after guys, uh, played behind a lot of scrimmage a lot of the time. And our DBs, we were able to step up. I think a lot of guys really stepped up um, playing versus Akron, and we were able to get the job done. You played a running quarterback for the second week in a row. The guy at Central Michigan Lazaro hurts you guys mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, Cato Nelson did not. He never had to run more than 10 yards. And you're going to face probably the best running quarterback in the league this week at Toledo. So as a linebacker, tell me what how your role changes, how your approach changes when you have to face a quarterback who is as big a threat with his legs as he is with his arms. Um, schematically, I think it changes a little bit. You know, just how we go about stopping you know the quarterback run. It's another guy that can run that in some offenses – doesn't you know what I mean so we have to be able to account for him and playing Mike linebacker it's usually me a lot of times that that's kind of like spying that guy and making sure he really doesn't doesn't get out the pocket do you like that challenge because I, I know fans have watched sometimes you'll hang in the middle of the field yeah. you won't rush you won't drop you'll just kind of hang and mirror a yeah, little bit yeah, right yeah. and then it becomes a test of his speed and athletic ability against yours mm-hmm. it's kind of one of the ultimate one-on-ones yeah, for a definitely. middle linebacker isn't definitely it? definitely definitely not I, I love the challenge um I love any challenge but I think it's just it's all of us you know the defense the line plays a huge part in that too. I wouldn't even call it one-on-one just because the defensive line is able to do so much stuff to to prevent the quarterback from getting out the pocket, from preventing him to do so many different things. So I'm kind of just a cleanup guy. Here with Bulls linebacker Khalil Hodge, this is the UB Football Insider Show presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. All right, so now your focus shifts to a big one this weekend. One of the biggest games, regular season games, that's been played by a UB football team in a long time because of who the opponent is. Toledo has been one of the crown jewels of this conference for many years, the defending MAC champions. Is there something special about this game because of who you're playing maybe more than someone else 
Um, I think it's just another big opportunity for us. You know, um, I feel like each week is it's another big opportunity. But we're treating this week, you know, none other than any other week. Our goal is to go one and zero. That's our plan. We're planning to go into Toledo, just us, and go on there and come out with a win. So uh, they are the number one scoring offense in the MAC. They're over forty points per game. What is it about their offense that will present such a big challenge for you? Um, I think they have some really good receivers, a good offensive line. Like you said, their quarterback likes to run around a little bit. But I think Coach Borland, Coach Simpson, they're going to have a great game plan, and we just have to execute schematically on the field and get ready to stop that offense. What's the confidence level of this team as a whole right now? I think it's high. I think <laughs> it's high, and I think the excitement around here in the locker room, it's big, and we're just excited to go out and play every Saturday and starting soon, Tuesdays and Thursdays and everything like that. Does so. that confidence show in dumping the ice bucket on Coach, <laughs> the little bowling pantomime yeah. that some of you guys did after the game? Yeah. Is, is that where that confidence kind of releases a little bit? I think it is. I really think it is, you know, to, to get six wins so early you know it's exciting you know um i don't know if anyone on the roster has really even been to a bowl game besides maybe a few of us so to to get that thing done and it's just an exciting time you know i think one of the interesting things that we've learned about your defense is it's there are guys doing things defensively for you that maybe fans and even those of us in the media didn't necessarily figure on at the beginning of the year on a pre-washington a taylor riggins um Give everybody a little insight into how some of the backups, quote unquote, um, have become key players for you and how that transition is, you've helped that transition. Yeah, I think our depth as a whole on this team, you know, just not besides the defense, as a team, our depth is is great. And um, I think guys like Taylor Riggins kind of get shadowed because you have guys like Chuck Harris in front of him. But Taylor's, Taylor's a great player. When he steps on the field, as you saw Saturday, he can make plays. Same as a pre-Washington, you know, is another lockdown corner who we we all knew throughout camp, throughout spring ball, that he can be an elite cornerback in this conference. And now that his opportunity is coming, you know, he's really starting to show that. What does that say about your leadership and and about just the makeup of this defense that, that the guys who maybe aren't playing very much early in the year or wonder whether they're going to be playing and then all of a sudden kind of get thrust in, there, there isn't a drop-off. That doesn't always happen in yeah. football, Clear. I know you've seen backups that aren't always up to the test Definitely. sometimes. Why is that happening here so much? Definitely. Um, I think we're just all – everyone wants to play. You know, We're just excited to play. When you get the opportunity to play on you know, the number one defense in the MAC now, you, you want to make plays. You, you, you want to make sure you show up. And that's what everyone's trying to do week in and week out. Getting you ready for Saturday's big game. It's the Bulls and the Toledo Rockets, a noon kickoff in Ohio. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520, and you can watch it on WGRZ-TV Channel 2 in Buffalo. We continue with Bulls linebacker Khalil Hodge. All right, uh, as for your season so far, you continue to climb up the charts. Uh, You've been to the top five all-time in tackles. Yes, you remain number one in the MAC. That's the usual spot yes, that sir. you're used to. I'm a little disappointed you're only sixth in the country, Khalil. You need to step it up a little bit. I got you. I got I'm just you. Kidding you. But but how much do you ever reflect a little bit on the way things are going for you personally? Um, I mean, I reflect a little bit, but my main goal is we want to win a max championship here. You know, that's our plan. And, you know, I think statistically and, you know, some of those individual goals, I think they just come along with, you know, winning. And that, that's really my plan. Um, that's really my plan is win. Just yeah. win. Uh, all right. Aside from all the good stuff that's going on in the football field, uh, we always like to let everybody know a little bit about what's going on in your life. And, yeah. and I know it has been a bit of a tumultuous and difficult year for you. Definitely. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want to get into too much of that other than to let you say, how have you been able to fight through some very difficult situations this year? Yeah. Um, you know, after after my little brother passed away, you know, I, I, I want to dedicate the season to him. And, you know, that's been the plan from start to finish. And, I'm just going to continue to play for them. You know, my parents have been to a ton of games this year, and my goal is just to put a smile on their face. You know, if I'm doing that for the two hours, three hours, it's a chance for them to kind of get their mind off things, and that's that's really my goal. I know we've seen your folks at a bunch of games, yeah. and I know we've seen some cool moments between you and your folks. <laughs> yeah. um, how important is that to you? How much, when you know they're there, when you can look over into those stands and, and make eye contact with your mom and dad, yeah. does that elevate you as a player? Definitely. I mean, it's huge. You know, those are my biggest supporters in the world. They've been there for me, you know, since the beginning. And um, just for them to be, to make it to so many games, being so far away, 
away. It just means the world to me. Um, they they don't they're they're used to that flight now from Oakland <laughs> yeah. to uh, to Buffalo, right? Yeah, it's not an are. easy trip, but no, they're used no. to it, aren't they? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, you are, and James O'Hagan are the two designated regular weekly captains on this team, and um, maybe we need to get you wearing a little more eye black like O'Hagan <laughs> yeah. does. But but what's the relationship between you and Jimmy? It's close. Um, you know, Jimmy knows he has to hold down his side, and I'm gonna hold down mine. You know. Um, Jimmy, when we picked captains, you know, he was the first name I put down. You know, if I could put his name down four times, I would. You know, he's the, the ultimate captain, the ultimate leader, and someone that the young guys really can look up to. You either got to let your hair grow or you got to figure out a way to get to cut his. <laughs> yeah, he's he going to have to cut his. I don't think I'm going to grow mine. I like that. But. And I think one of the other themes as we look back on these first seven games of the season is uh, every week it's been someone different wearing Solomon Jackson's number 41. And it seems like whoever puts that jersey on, we like to refer to it as Superman's cape. Yeah. They seem to elevate their play. Um, in your role as a captain, helping figure out who gets to do that, um, how important has that been for you and Jimmy and this whole team? I think it's been I think it's been really important. I think that's really one of the cooler storylines of the season, you know, just to how forty one kind of gets rotated around and I think each week people really wear it with pride and you know, they're trying to go out there and put on the best performance because they know they have that Superman cape on and trying to put on a show. Are you hoping to get a chance to do it some point in the season? Uh, definitely. I actually talked to Coach Leopold. Um my brother my little brother wore four, so I know you I'm that's gonna, what I say I know yeah. the four is very yeah, important definitely, to you. Definitely. So I'm probably gonna stay in four all year just in dedication to him, but you know, whoever gets 41, like you said, they're going to they're gonna do what they do. All right. And just finally, Khalil, I know this is, sounds like a crazy question. How much fun is this right now for you? <laughs> it's, it feels like it's the best time of my life, to be honest. Um, playing football, you know, college football, my last my last go-round in college, to be 6-1, and one, to get ready to play the number one offense in the MAC, you know, it's exciting. And um, we just want to keep this thing rolling. We just want to keep it rolling. Well, thanks, Khalil, and good luck in Ohio. We've got more to come. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Hey, it's Paul Santora from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, letting you know just what a day looks like for us. Our day starts with fresh produce, meats, fish, and other items delivered daily. We have a team of staff that takes their time, prepares all these fresh and natural ingredients. We then stock our cook lines, making sure everything is rotated fresh and clean. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill takes our time to make sure your meal is prepared the right way. We know you have choices, so when you choose to spend the money with us, we want to make sure you're happy. If something is not right, let us know. Please don't leave unhappy. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, we cook like it's our family. For the ultimate downtown experience, you have to check out the Pearl Street family of companies. We keep reinvesting in downtown Buffalo, now with three breweries, including the Pearl Street Grill and Brewery, Lafayette Brewing Company, Buffalo River Works, and two of the best boutique hotels in Buffalo, the Lofts on Pearls and the iconic hotel at the Lafayette. Whether it's patio dining, overlooking the water, zip lining, rock climbing, ice skating, concerts, festivals, or any other kind of adventure, there's always something happening at the Pearl Street family of companies. Go to PearlStreetFamily.com for more details. We are busy bodies, and injuries can happen at any time. When they do, UB OrthoCare is ready with urgent expert care from UBMD Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. UB OrthoCare is faster and more specialized than the ER for orthopedic evaluation, care, and recovery. For bones, joints, muscles, and concussions, why trust anybody else? Extended hours in Orchard Park, Amherst, and Niagara Falls. UB OrthoCare from UBMD Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Dedicated to keeping busy bodies busy. Grand Island Waste Management is excited to be a proud partner of the UB Athletics Department. Our services include septic service, portable toilet and dumpster rentals, along with grease trap cleanings. We have proudly served Western New York for the past six years. We are family owned and operated. Donate a non-perishable food item and we'll take $10 off our services and we'll distribute it to the area food banks. Thank you from the Grand Island Waste Management family. Call 774-0418 for our service. Bulls fans can save hundreds with the Bulls Savings Card. The Bulls Savings Card is a free card that rewards UB fans with discounts, perks, and more at select partner locations across western New York. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, Cheeburger T-Burger, Texas Day Brazil, Scotch and Sirloin, Caruba Collision, and Batteries Plus Bulbs. Fans can view all discounts at ubbulls.com slash savings for all the discounts. Pick one up at the Alumni Arena Ticket Office or at select UB Athletics events and start saving today. Few things in sports are better than enjoying a Bulls game live at UB Stadium. 
Ticketmaster, our official ticketing partner, can help you with that. Only Ticketmaster has verified tickets that are guaranteed to get you into the game. You'll never have to worry about fraudulent tickets, and you can always buy with confidence. So, go with a trusted source where you can buy safely and get out there and cheer on your bulls. Visit Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets today. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. It is time for our always popular Full of It segment as UB Assistant Athletic Director for Communications. John Fuller is here with all the notes, tidbits, and stats that you need to know to get ready for this weekend's game between the Bulls and the Toledo Rockets. John, let's start off with another vote in the coaches poll this week for the Bulls. Yeah, you know, the Bulls had six votes going into the Army game in the, in the, in the coaches poll. Unfortunately, lost that game and dropped out, but after winning the last two games and this a performance against Akron last week. Got to vote back in the coaches poll. So uh, yeah, it's got to get one to start getting more. And once yep. people see one, and if the Bulls keep winning, then at some point I think we may be able to have that conversation where UB might be on the brink of a top twenty-five, uh, which, as you pointed out a couple weeks ago, hasn't only happened once. Correct. That we've been in the t- we've never been in the top twenty-five. Okay, never top twenty-five right. once we've, we've in had, the coaches poll. Right, correct, correct. Right, okay, gotcha. And that was all the way back in two thousand eight. We just finished up with Bulls linebacker Khalil Hodge. And at what point is the Mac going to come to you and say we're now going to call <laughs> it the Khalil Hodge Mac East Defensive Player of the Week? I feel like I nominate him every week. I can just after every game I can just nominate him. You know, he's just been, he's just so steady. I mean, twelve tackles, one and a half tackles for loss. I mean, he just he's just he, he's what makes that defense go. You know, and what a great performance by the defense and a whole. You know, allowing not allowing a touchdown in the in a game for the first time since 2013. You know, only holding Akron to 235 yards, which was our, was our lowest uh, yardage allowed all season long. So he, you know, he's just a huge part of that. Yeah, and Khalil again now up to number one. He's been number one in the MAC in tackles. He's I, I kidded with him. He's only sixth in the yeah. country after finishing second last year. But I, it's early to proclaim that race over with. Well, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, his whole time, his whole career here, he's been in the top ten in career in, in, in tackles. In the country, he was eighth his first year as a sophomore. He was second last year. Now he's sixth. So it's he's just a tackling machine. Yeah, and those are all adding up to continue to move him up UB's all-time career list as well. Right. So he's played what I think 30 games now. He has 363 career tackles, which is fifth in school history. Just passed uh, JJ Gibson, who was a safety for the Bulls back in the early 2000s. He's 13. Uh, he's 13 behind Pete Connolly, who has uh, 376 career tackles. So he has a good chance of catching him maybe this week, if not uh, next week against my. Yeah, Devontae Shannon, the great safety from uh, you know from the the 08 team and a little before that and a little after that, holds the school record. Is there a chance he'd have to really pick it up? And and, and we know he can, obviously. And I think it also depends on how many games we're going to play. So he is 98 tackles shy of of uh, Devontae Shannon, of who has 461. So he has about 100 tackles to go. The Bulls have five regular season games, but they can get to the MAC championship game and a bowl game. There's seven games right there. He'd have to average about 14 or 15 tackles a game. But knowing Cleo, like we know Cleo, yeah. he can do that. Yes, he can. All right, another interesting little statistical uh, tidbit that happened this week is based on the performance against Akron, the, the Bulls were number two statistically in the MAC in defense, which is yards allowed per game last week. Now they're number one. You and I have been around here a long time. Yeah. We don't ever remember a Buffalo defense at any point midway season on being number one in the conference yeah you even look at back in 2013 with with, with, they had a really good defense obviously led by Cleo Mack um, and others and I don't recall they ever reached number one because Bowling Green was always so dominant as a defense correct yeah they they were really good and and as Bulls fans remember held us only seven points in that in the in the game that could have sent us to the MAC championship game at the at the end of 2013 so the Bulls know very well how good that defense was yeah a couple of other numbers on that front Uh, number one in scoring defense which usually goes hand in hand. Number two in pass defense and number 12 in the country in pass defense. So, you know, the Bulls have been able to shut down some pretty high-powered passing attacks. And you can throw that in to number three in the MAC in sacks and number two in the MAC in third down defense. It's not, it's all across the board, which is what Brian Borland, the defensive coordinator, probably loves to see. Right. I mean, they're getting getting the push up front. They have a a bunch of sacks, tackles for loss, but the back end is doing their job too. The Bulls have nine 
uh, interceptions on the year already. They only had eight, eight all of last year. I think they had six the year before that. So they're really doing a good job getting getting uh, getting turnovers. But they have nine uh, interceptions by six different players. You know, uh, Jordan Collier got his first career pick last year or last week against Akron. So they're really you know they're, they're doing a good job of everybody different different guys stepping up and uh, and making plays. With Bulls assistant athletic director for communications John Fuller, this is our always fun full of it segment where we throw you the numbers and the stats that you need to know. Still number one in the MAC in turnover margin at plus eight. Uh, it was a wash, one and one mm-hmm. from last week's game, but that plus eight I think is four more than anybody else in the MAC. Four, yeah, four more, and I believe uh, and it's it's top ten in the country as well. So really, that was always the problem. Not the problem. That was one of the issues this team had over the last couple of years when they had struggled. They just couldn't get the they couldn't create those turnovers, and then they're doing that this year. And that's I think that's one of the big differences is why we're six and one. All right, it, it's shocking that it took us this long to start talking about offense because the numbers <laughs> yeah. are pretty good there too. Uh, Tyree remains in the top five in the MAC in passing, uh, number eight in the country in touchdown passes, and he took another little notch up on that single season touchdown record. Right, he threw his 18th touchdown, which tied him for fourth in school history um, with a a few other guys. he has six more to go to catch Joe Licata. Joe Licata's best season, or his sophomore, excuse me, his sophomore year in 2013, he had 24, uh, and Drew Willie had 25, and then Joe Licata has the record of 29 in 2014. So I feel pretty good about him getting there, but uh, yeah, he's, he's got to throw a few more. Yeah, certainly a lot more games left to be able to do that. K.J. Osborne uh, with another 100-yard performance against Akron, now fourth in the conference in yardage. Even Anthony Johnson is ninth in the conference in yards per game receiving, even though he's missed basically two and a half games. Yeah, you know, he didn't, what really kind of hurt him was the Army game where he just got thrown in for a couple plays and they didn't even target him, so that's going to bring his numbers down. He didn't didn't play against, uh, with it being yards per game, not playing against Central Michigan didn't hurt him, but I think the, the cage, the interesting number on KJ is I think he's over 600 yards receiving on the season, which is more than his com- uh, freshman and sophomore years combined, so he's really coming into his own. And I think we all thought, well, his numbers will go up because AJ's on the other side. But he's even doing this when when Anthony's not playing. So I think I think he's really, you know, coming into his own as, as an excellent receiver. Yeah. Now that Anthony Johnson appears to be back and fully healthy, just imagine what the damage those two guys can do similar to what it was earlier in the year. You mentioned Joe Licata when we come back to talk about the game against Toledo. The last time the Bulls played there was one of Joe Licata's all-time great games. We'll reminisce a little bit about the last trip to Ohio to take on the Toledo Rockets. That's when John Fuller and I return. Don't forget, it's a noon kickoff on Saturday. It's the Bulls in Toledo. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520 and you can see the game in Western New York on WGRZ TV Channel 2. More of the full of it segment part two coming up on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. The Learfield Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through thedirectorscup.com, USA Today, or at L Directors' Cup on Twitter or Facebook. Learfield Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Need a ride to the big game? Hate dealing with the headache of parking? Well, park no more, my friends. Ride-sharing service Lyft has got you covered. UB Athletics has partnered with Lyft for the season, so you don't have to worry about your ride. Haven't tried Lyft before? It's a slam dunk with $20 in free ride credit. Simply download the app and enter the code GOBUFF in the promo section. Limited availability. New users only. Terms and conditions apply. that UB students, faculty, and alumni can save thousands on a new BMW at town? That's right, Town BMW offers special pricing to UB students, faculty, and alumni. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. 
Why not get to UB Stadium on Tuesday, October 30th for some midweek action? The Bulls host the Manny Redhawks in a Mackey showdown. At the five, still going. Look at it go. Bulls high. With amazing touchdown catches. Incredible. This is awesome. And intimidating defensive plays. Pressure exact. Why not spend the evening cheering on the Bulls? Kickoff is at 8 p.m. For tickets, call 1-877-UB-THERE or visit ubbowls.com. Niagara Premium Chocolates has been a part of the Western New York community for over 60 years and now has the honor of being the official chocolate of UB Athletics. Last year alone, Niagara Premium Chocolates helped schools and organizations raise over $2.5 million to support their individual causes and is committed to making a difference in the local community. Starting a chocolate fundraiser for your organization is easy. Just visit NiagaraFundraising.com to learn more. Niagara Premium Chocolates, the official chocolate of UB Athletics. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold as we wrap things up here with another segment with John Fuller, the Assistant Athletic Director for Communications. Talk a little more about the game this Saturday against Toledo, a noon kickoff in Ohio. This is the one place, John, that the Bulls have been to the least, which uh, seems odd just as long as they've been in the MAC to, to not really get to Toledo, but it's been a long time since they've been there. Yeah, 2013 was the last time the Bulls, and, uh, Bulls visited the Glass Bowl. Um, that was, you know, obviously the Bulls had a great season that year. Um, dug themselves a deep hole, tried to come back, tried to come back. Joe Licata threw for a little over 400 yards in that game. I want to say four or five touchdowns. Really played well, but just the Bulls just dug themselves too deep a hole. And if you remember who the running back was in that Toledo squad, it was a freshman by the name of Kareem Hunt, uh-huh. who was the uh, was a running back on that Toledo yeah. team. You know, Boy, and obviously uh, things have worked out well for him. Saw him light up the Patriots, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, on Sunday Night Football, and he's been one of the best players in the NFL in the last two years. Um, for anybody, and obviously the, the Bulls haven't been there very often, and you and I haven't been there often, it is a cool stadium. It yep. is, I like to say, it is cool in a creepy kind of way. Uh, and I only say creepy just because it dates back to 1937. It's got sort of the gothic columns right. and granite and everything, and they've, re, they've renovated it certainly since then, but it just has a feel unlike any other Mac stadium. Sure does. You know, It's it's one of the nicer stadiums, and they've, they've done a nice job with that, but yeah, it has like the stone walls on the side. The locker room is in the, in the one corner. It's kind of a closet. That is not very, you know, it's not a very big locker room that the Bulls will get to use so it was a very kind of an intimidating place. So the Bulls, you know, have never won there, right? So it's zero three all time at the Glass Bowl, and uh, you know, this would be a great, you know, be a great win if you can get it. With John Fuller, assistant athletic director for communications, this is uh, part two of our full of it segment here as we wrap up the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. Toledo has been um, sort of the the one team in the MAC, even though they haven't won a lot of MAC championships until last year. Have always been sort of everybody knows they're going to be good every year. They're always going to have NFL level players. Uh, they've won nine games in six of the last seven years so um, they finally were able to break through last year with that MAC championship but they've always had as much a sustained run of success as anybody in the conference yeah they've been they've just been steady you know they they, they um, you know they, they've they're good and they haven't necessarily won a lot of MAC championships but you can like you said they've won nine games in a number of different years they're just they're one of the I don't know the bell cows I guess at the conference they're just they're 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 just a really really good team and they the the West has just been a very good division, you know, over the years. So, you know, they're going up against Northern Illinois. They're going up against Western Michigan. So, you know, the, the West is very good. So it's not necessarily their fault that they're not winning MAC championships. They're just going up against really tough teams in that division. The fact that they're still, you know, winning nine games a year is, is tells a lot about how good they are. You and I had a little debate before the before the game this past Saturday as we were thinking ahead to the Toledo game, and and I said to you, I said, is this the biggest regular season game that the Bulls have played maybe in their in their MAC or Division One run. And I think you had another couple of ones to throw at me, which I think are good answers. But this just feels different to me because of how good the Bulls are, because they want to take what Toledo has right. and to have to go on the road, even though I think Toledo is not quite as good as they have been in years past, this just has the ultimate big game feel, but you you had another good choice to throw at. Yeah, my, to me, the biggest game, regular season game in school history was the last game at Ralph Wilson Stadium, now New Era Field, where the Bulls played um, Bowling Green for a chance to go to the MAC Championship. You know, The Bulls were undefeated at the time. Bowling Green only had one loss, winner-take-all game, didn't work out for the Bulls. But I think this game is equally as big because I think this is one of those – I don't know how much respect we're getting 
as a team in this conference. You know, we're three and zero, six and one, but you have to beat the teams like Toledo. You have to beat the teams that have been good, that people respect in this conference to start people start respecting you. So I, I think that that does put this up there as one of the biggest games, regular season games of school history. With John Fuller, the Assistant Athletic Director of Communications here at the University of Buffalo, this is the UB Football Insider Show. We're presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. What's jumped out at you um, amongst everything and all these accomplishments and all the crazy stats? Is there one or two things that as you've reflected on this 6-1 and one and 3-0 and oh start to the Bulls that's really jumped out the most to you? I think the biggest thing is, you know, we all expected – this to be a very, very veteran-laden team, senior, junior-laden team, and that's why we're going to be good because we have everybody coming back from last year to finish strong. But some of the guys that have made the big difference in this team have been freshmen. You know, we've a, a freshman has scored a touchdown in every game this year, at least one. I mean, I, I don't know how often that happens anywhere in the country, you know. And I, so between Kevin Marks, Jarrett Patterson, Charlie Jones, I mean, these are guys that we didn't even know how good they were going to be, right? right? And the fact that they're, they're, they've they been able to come in here and, and um, you know, do what they've been able to do is, is, is incredible. That's what makes this team so dangerous. We talked about this last week, but once again, Jarrett Patterson continues to make everyone think they're seeing another version <laughs> yeah. of Brandon Albee. He had two runs where uh, one was the touchdown, one was one before that where he just, the whole pile moved like seven yards. Right. It was a 14-yard run that I think he was stopped after six yards and just carried guys for about eight yards. It's just, uh, freshmen aren't supposed to be able to do that or know how nope. to do that, you know, but he does and I'm glad he's on our team. Yeah, all right. He's got all the information that you need to know for this weekend's game against Toledo. It's John Fuller. He is the Assistant Athletic Director for Communications. Good to get a double dose of full of it in here with you. Right. When we come it. back, we'll talk to Brian Wolf from the Athletic Communications Office. Get you ready for basketball. We're getting close to that. Time to get your tickets now for the start for the UB men's and women's basketball team. We'll do that when we return to Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. This is the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold from Learfield. Few things in sports are better than enjoying a Bulls game live at UB Stadium. Ticketmaster, our official ticketing partner, can help you with that. Only Ticketmaster has verified tickets that are guaranteed to get you into the game. You'll never have to worry about fraudulent tickets, and you can always buy with confidence. So, go with a trusted source where you can buy safely and get out there and cheer on your bulls. Visit Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets today. Did you know that UB students, faculty, and alumni can save thousands on a new BMW at town? That's right, Town BMW offers special pricing to UB students, faculty, and alumni. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. Yo, yo, this is your cup holder talking. The little round thing between your car seats. Now, I normally have a nice cold bottle of Mountain Dew in me. But at the moment, I'm empty. That's right, no Mountain Dew. Nothing in here but a couple of quarters and a dime. A fully capable cup holder like me just carrying your loose change. Look, I'm not made for loose change. I'm made to keep Mountain Dew within reach at all times, just inches from your hand. So find a store already. Grab some Dew, toss it back, then place that bottle where it belongs. Mountain Dew. Do the Dew. The Learfield Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through thedirectorscup.com, USA Today, or at L Directors' Cup on Twitter or Facebook. Learfield Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck as we continue from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's now time to wrap up the show. We gave John Fuller two segments. So at the very least, Brian Wolf, Associate Director for Athletic Communications, we got to give you one. Uh, we call his segment full of it. What, 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 you got any suggestions for a nickname here? On this I mean, one? we'll have to we'll have to come up with it. We got plenty of time for basketball season. I, I'll work on it. All right, 
Hungry like the wolf. That's not bad. All I don't right, know. That was John's get, suggestion. We might have to give Duran Duran some. He, he gets uh, you know full credit for that. Before we get into basketball, because that's your focus, men's basketball. Hey, you're an UB alum. You've been here a long time. Just talk about what this football season has been like for you. It's exciting. I mean, not only being being an alum and you know graduating in the class of '05 and kind of being around for for some of the times that that weren't so great, but even just working here for as as long as I have with with John and and with you guys, it's it's exciting just to see what 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 Coach Leipold and this team is able to do, and it makes you proud to, to want to work here and to be a UB alum. Yeah, wait, very well said. Well, you certainly have had your moments of pride being involved with the men's basketball team in the last four years, and maybe this year is going to be another one of them. Bulls Madness was last week, kind of got everybody ready. Uh, the, the slam dunk contest, Javon Graves won that, the three-point shooting contest. Um, basketball is what? We're about a week or so away from the first game, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, Damon is uh, is is next Friday, the 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 26 and that's really kind of the first chance to see what's going on bulls madness was fun and you know what i liked about bulls madness especially the dunk contest was it was all guys that, that people really don't get to see a lot of i mean yeah there were some returnees javon graves winning it and people know what he's able to do athletically but montel mccray uh he he's sneaky athletic and, and people don't really always see that but uh, i think he put on a nice little show and then you had trayvon fagan there Jonathan williams Rondo Segu, all those guys took part in it. So it was fun to kind of get some of those other faces out there. Nobody asked you to be a prop that they could, like, dunk over the top of or anything Nobody like that? Nobody asked me to be a prop. Nobody <laughs> asked me to be a judge. You know, but it, it's fine. Uh, all right. So as much as excitement as we are caught up in the middle of a football here, uh, the excitement level going into this basketball season may be even higher. When you come off a MAC championship, a dominant regular season, and a win over Arizona in the NCAA tournament, there's going to be a lot of hype and excitement. Uh, part of your role is dealing with some of the media requests about the hype and excitement. Are you feeling it from your position? It's starting to. It's still a little bit early, but it's definitely starting to pick up a little bit. A lot of the preseason magazines came out had Buffalo picked to, to win the MAC all of them had him to win the MAC East some you know are, are saying that Eastern Michigan is going to be right up right there with the Bulls which is nice because those two teams will play each other uh, in, in conference play and it, it's really kind of show what what MAC basketball is all about but it's starting to get there uh, Sports Illustrated talked to Coach Oates for a preseason uh, interview which is not something that, that we got every year um, but it, it's fun and I, I know Coach Oates likes it getting the name of the getting the program out there and I only expect these media requests to pick up as we get into November. With with Brian Wolf, he's the Associate Director for Athletic Communications. This is the UB Football Insider Show presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. Did I see that um, one of the polls had the Bulls right around the mid-30s as a preseason pick? Yeah, a- Andy Katz, who, who works for the NCAA right now, did his uh, top 36, had the Bulls there at, at 35. And, you know, Andy's, Andy's done a really nice job promoting this Bulls program. He did a, a really nice job last year for us, had CJ on uh, – one of his podcasts for NCAA and has really given UB a lot of love. Uh, he's given CJ Massenburg, I think it's one of his favorite players in the country. They had a, a couple seniors who were under the radar. He had them listed there. Um, but but Andy's done a, a really nice job promoting uh, UB. And then uh, on ESPN uh, last week, they were kind of putting some dark horse Final Four candidates out there, and they just <laughs> dropped UB right in there, which was wow. which is kind of fun to see as well. Yeah, it is. Um, it, you know. We talked about this a little bit with the football team, got some votes in the coaches and AP polls a couple weeks ago, getting one vote in the coaches poll this week. Just refresh everybody on whether the basketball team has had the chance to sneak into those poll receiving votes or whatever. Refresh everyone's memory on that. Yeah, you know, towards the end of last year, they, they I believe, got eight votes in the final coaches poll and they got some in the AP poll. Uh, the AP poll doesn't come out uh, after the NCAA tournament, so it, you know it's skewed a little bit. But it's just great to see. You know, when when you're talking about less than a one-year period and you're getting top 25 votes in men's basketball, women's basketball, and football, I mean that's unheard of, really, yeah, at this level. Except for places like Duke and Stanford, yeah. You know, in the mid-American yeah. conference level, and then you, you don't even throw in the the other sports. Whereas if there was a top 25 poll or a top you know 30 poll for women's tennis, and they went to the NCAA tournament with what they did, you know, it's really just. Uh, uh, it's great to see, and it's uh, it's awesome to see what the administration is doing just kind of across the board. Yeah, and of course, if you want to be a part of all the action at Alumni Arena, now is the time to get your hoops tickets uh, at the box office here at Alumni Arena or ubbulls.com or one eight seven seven ub there If the Bulls are going to sneak into the top 25, it's going to be because they're going to win a couple games against some big teams, and there are a few of those big teams on the schedule, right? Yeah, they're big teams, and they're on uh, big-time networks, and it's it'll start right on November 9th when the Bulls go to Morgantown and play West Virginia, a 9 o'clock start 
start on ESPNU. This is a, a UB team. Last time they played West Virginia was in the, the NCAA tournament when Coach Hurley's last year here. And then they'll go to Belfast uh, for the Hall of Fame Classic. Those games will be on CBS Sports Network. UB is really kind of the marquee team there. Which you know, when you look at all the all the advertisements and 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 it's all it's all UB guys kind of on, on the ads, and it's cool because it's international. And there was a. A tweet the other day from some uh, elementary school in Belfast, and they 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 all became Bulls fans, and they <laughs> were tweeting a video uh, back at UB Men's Hoops. And then you go into December, and you have that one week where the Bulls will play at Syracuse on December 18th. That's an eight o'clock start on ESPN two. Then they'll go to Marquette, a team who's going to do really well in the Big East this year, and that'll be on December 21st, an 8.30 p.m. tip on Fox Sports 1. So plenty of time to see UB on national TV. All right, good stuff. Lots of opportunities. The basketball season gets started next week. Get your tickets now. Brian, thanks for a couple of minutes. Don't forget, it's football this Saturday. UB in Toledo, it's a big one. We'll talk to you from the Glass Bowl on Saturday. Thanks for listening. This has been the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. On the UB Sports Network, from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB Partners, Ad Pro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. By Town BMW, Comdoc, Nike, and by Pepsi. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the UB Sports Network.